Hey everybody, welcome back to the D-Rich Show. This is D-Rich and today is the 25th of March, 2021. Happy Thursday everyone. Again, I hope everyone is well in good spirits, good energy um, as this video reaches you. Um, thanks for tuning in again. And uh, once again, go ahead and hit that uh, thumbs up bell, notification bell and uh, subscribership if you guys are new to the channel. And again, always want to appreciate all of my subscribers. Um, that are on the channel um, here on YouTube, um, Rumble, um, places like that. So again, thank you if you guys are listening to me, wherever you guys are listening to me, whatever platform um, is your particular preference. Again, I just want to make sure that you guys are acknowledged um, and appreciate it because um, it takes time to um, make the videos, but it also takes time for people to listen to them um, and take time out of their um, day. That might be busy. So anyway, guys, again, appreciate it. Today on this video, we're going to be talking about Ripple, who has produced a um, uh, a bunch of documents. I think about three hundred three thousand documents worth of uh, uh, pages to the um, SEC um, lawsuit, and then also Ripple pulls off another smart move, yet again outsmarting the SEC. And then um, we're going to be talking about some other things that are coming up here on the calendar. Um, if we um, all know, uh, we got Passover, we got April Fool's Day, we got Good Friday, we got Easter, um, we got um, some other things. And then we also will talk about some of the things that we um, have come up in the Ripple lawsuit um, here in April. And um, lastly, we'll be talking about the canal um, clogged. Um, cloggage um, with the uh, container um, that's uh, stuck in a Swiss canal so you know maybe we're at the you know precipice of destruction of some sort and probably um, headed closer to another uh, black swan type of event but anyway guys as always we want to get into that coin market cap pay attention to it um, as we see, the dominance for Bitcoin dropped just under 60% at 59.7. Ethereum at 11.4. And again, guys, um, my personal opinion is that Bitcoin needs to give up some of that dominance in order for the market to be a flush um, level um, where there's actually other assets that can, you know, benefit and grow um, in value, not only for, you know, the purpose of you know getting off that dominance but not only knowing that when bitcoin takes a shit everything else um, takes a tumble too and as we can see bitcoin is now at $51,822.78 down over 8% in the last 24 hours ethereum is at $1,603.86 down almost 7% then you got binance coin $234 down almost 11% there and then again Cardano is still sticking around that dollar um, 11 dollar 10 range at a dollar 12 there polka dot 29.99 um, you got uh, down 15% over 15% and you know XRP is now trading at 49 cents almost 50 cents there um, down 9% so again now you get to buy those XRP tokens for um, two four dollar if you could get them on um, uphold you can get them on bit true where I typically get mines and I send them over to my ledger and then there's also like within the last several days I've 
bought many, many more XRP because I'm very, very bullish on it. Um, because I think that we're getting very, very close to um, something that will allow XRP to appreciate. Again, uh, at number eight, Uniswap, $27.17. Theta, $12.23. Took a little breather, but it's still in the top 10 at number nine. And then you got Litecoin rounding out the top 10 at $173.57. And then there you go, Chainlink, Bitcoin Cash, Dollar, things like that. And, you know, overall, guys, if you're looking at the market, um, it's bleeding right now. And these are some good opportunities. If you have fiat currencies on the side where you can enter into the market or you had some Tether or USDC or some, you know, stablecoin on the side to uh, get back into the market um, at lower prices. Did you take profit at the top? I don't know. But, you know, if you did, um, this this was a good opportunity um, to get back into the market because there's a lot of um, bleeding in the market right now, as you can see, and um, a lot of opportunity. And this all has to do with um, Bitcoin uh, taking a dump. And again, this is why um, I'm not into Bitcoin, because if you all... Um, Notice that Bitcoin was up to 60 something, almost 60,000, 61,000, and you've already lost $10,000. And again, guys, I mean, I don't have money to throw around or waste um, in regards to saying, oh, I want Bitcoin. But yet, you know, the, the higher um, the price goes, that means the less your dollar becomes when you're trying to get into an asset. Um, as high as, as this one is, yes, can you buy fractions and pieces of Bitcoin? 100%, absolutely. And But at what point in time um, are your percent gains going to uh, reflect um, the price that it currently is? And then also, um, how can you be involved with an asset that shits on the rest of the market and the rest of the people and other cryptocurrencies or digital assets? I don't, I don't you know, again, I want Bitcoin to be successful. Um, because, you know, if Bitcoin is successful, obviously um, the entire market is successful. Um, but at the end of the day, I do also um, feel that um, Bitcoin is not necessary in the fact that it destroys um, people's portfolios, um, especially if you don't have, you know, Bitcoin from um, inception all the way until now, um, like, you know, some asset some people got a hundred thousand tokens and maybe even more um, where you know they can get value or an appreciation um, as to a value equivalent to um, a Bitcoin but anyway that's why I'm all in on XRP and other digital assets that um, are um, probably going to be a part of the paradigm shift the new financial systems and infrastructures you know you'll got Algorand you got Stellar you got um, IOTA you know, you got those type of tokens, um, which are, I think the, I, I don't want to mispronounce it, the I20022 um, tokens. I, I, I'm don't, I'm just making it up off the top of my head. The the name for it, the ISO um, tokens or whatnot. Um, please forgive me for that. But anyway, um, the dominance of Bitcoin just has to change, and I do believe at some point. <clears throat> As we go over these, uh, the lawsuit with Ripple, um, this is coming from 11 News. Ripple said it had produced over 303,000 pages of documents during the SEC investigation, and this was published over six hours ago. 
Ripple is seeking evidence that the SEC has continued to uh, marketplace confusion about XRP. And in a letter to Magistrate Judge Sarah Netburn, Ripple lawyers write the documents related to Bitcoin and Ethereum are indeed relevant to the case, countering the arguments of the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission. During the course of the investigation, the blockchain company produced over 303,000 pages of documents and is currently reviewing 75,000 more documents requested by the SEC. However, the agency agreed to produce only 153 documents requested by Ripple, and the burden of the complying with defendant's request is hardly unusual for a critical issue in a case of this significance, particularly when compared to discovery requests made by the SEC. And Ripple says the documents are relevant to its fair notice defense. As reported by the U Today, uh, uh, the SEC argued that Bitcoin and Ethereum documents were irrelevant to the litigation process, pointing to court rulings in previous high-profile cases like Telegram and Kick. Yet Ripple insists that the judge cannot simply accept the SEC's say-so, and it is seeking evidence that the agency contributed to widespread marketplace confusion regarding XRP. Defendants instead seek documents that reflect either directly or using internal communication as a proxy, how XRP was viewed in the marketplace. The SEC cannot deny the agency is a focal point for requests for regulatory guidance as to whether XRP was a security. And the company's lawyers claim that the SEC allegedly couldn't reach consensus regarding the token security status in October 2020, just two months before filing the lawsuit, when it told a retail XRP investor that no determination had been made. And according to this um, determination, it is its internal documents disclosed, as they undoubtedly will, that the SEC itself could not reach a consensus about when a digital currency is a security and when it is not, and it can hardly claim that market participants were in superior position to know what the law requires. In its previous legal letter, the SEC has already stated that it had no obligation to warn marketplace participants about XRP regulatory status during a non-public investigation. So guys, the SEC, um, they got a lot to contend with, and and I'll say that Ripple is a uh, powerhouse. They're not here for no reason and they're not trying to seek regulatory clarity for no reason and uh, once we get the ball rolling we're going to be in very very good um, shape and in a good position and this article is also coming from 11 news and i want to go ahead and piggyback off of this uh, because there's some information in here that will kind of lead us um, the way to where we need to go and kind of set up the um, next couple weeks as far as you know, events, um, dates, things coming up. Ripple pulls off another smart move in its case against the SEC, which is, this was also produced a little bit over six hours ago. Judge Nat Byrne will likely have no choice but to force the SEC to release its documents on Bitcoin, Ethereum, as well as internal documents on SRP. And the SEC issued a statement to an XRP holder as recently as October 2020 that a decision on whether to classify it as a security was open. All right, and um, the Ripple lawyers give reasons why the documents on Bitcoin and Ethereum, as well as the SEC internal documents on Bitcoin 
Ethereum and XRP are relevant. And according to the letter, Ripple attorneys are looking for evidence that the agency contributed widespread market confusion regarding XRP. And defendants instead seek documents that reflect either directly or using internal communication as a proxy, which we've covered, um, how XRP was used in the marketplace. Okay, so um, both the attorney Jeffrey Hines and attorney Jerry Hogan celebrated the letter as a great one from Ripple. While Hines wrote via Twitter, this response is fire in my personal, not legal opinion. Hogan stated that after this letter, the judge will have no choice but to grant Ripple's motion to be supportive in disclosing these documents. I would be shocked if the judge does not make the SEC provide these documents. Further, Hogan also analyzed the lawsuit against Brad Garlinghouse and Chris Larson brings knowledge of the wrongdoing into play and that it is turning into a big mistake for the SEC as it is what makes these documents relevant. How big mistake will depend on what these documents reveal. Ripple's lawyers may already found a first mistake in the process, which Holton tweeted. Another very interesting thing hidden in a footnote, the SEC told a retail XRP holder that emailed the SEC that it had not made a determination as to whether XRP was a security. Wait for it. October 2020, we just have been um, talked about that. They might have been drafting the lawsuit in October. So um, I wanted to get back over here because there was something else. Last but not least, Hogan also points out another important aspect that could put the judge on Ripple's side. Finally, the SEC is not helping itself when it tells the judge half truths. See Section 3. You can't tell the court you produced 97,000 documents when half of those documents were produced from Ripple to the SEC pre-litigation. That is a sure way to piss off the judge. A telephonic discovery conference has been scheduled for Tuesday, April 6, 2021 at 2 p.m. New York time to discuss defendants' joint motion to compel. So that'll be about 11 o'clock here, um, here in California, 11 Yes, that'll be about 11 o'clock here, Pacific Standard Time. Um, if you're in the Midwest, I think that'll be about 12, 1 o'clock, something like that. Um, but anyway, guys, I want to know, you know, what you guys are thinking about this and my personal opinion. Um, it's not looking too good for Bitcoin, okay? Um, because once, um, you know, you find out who is the creator of Bitcoin and uh, things like that, um, yeah. We're gonna we're gonna find out some information as how they classify and clarify these digital assets, and I think those documents uh, will reveal a whole lot. And I think that's why they are actually trying to keep uh, the documents uh, concealed and hidden um, from the public, um, which we talked about with the Freedom of Information Act that they requested these documents. Anyway, guys, um, as we know. Um, Passover is coming up, and I don't want to get too far involved with this. Um, Passover begins at sundown, which is uh, the 27th, which is Saturday. And then we also have Palm Sunday, which is a full moon um, on Sunday. Okay. And the reason the reason why I'm bringing these things up is because um, and I guess you guys are into um, the bearable guy. One, two, three, three, two, one. 
um, he has, he's a jester or whatnot. And, you know, I don't really believe in that type of stuff. I do follow Mr. Poole. Um, and, and I see some of his, you know, pictures and, you know, there's things that I can understand from that rather than, you know, a bear. But, you know, if you believe in that type of thing, that's cool with me. Um, because it also provides different type of insight connection of dots. Um, I, I can't really hate it. It's just not me. But, you know, when I'm sitting here and I'm starting to see things play out in a biblical fashion um, when it comes to not just XRP, um, not just politics or anything like that. I'm just talking about everything that we are beginning to see. We got to connect the dots and put them all together. Hopefully uh, we could get to um, some sort of a conclusion. And real quick, I just want you guys to pay attention to what's going on here. The Swiss backlog grows as efforts resume to free the lodge ship. This is coming from the public press, your business and political news source. And um, guys, if you guys have been really paying attention to this, I want you guys to um, really, really, really pay attention how this is about to unfold. Okay, and I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I just think of things and see things as they come out. And if people... Um, you know, who look at things and understand code word, code language, or code names, you'll begin to figure things out. Anyway, as we can see, this shipping container is evergreen, okay? Ever given um, or whatnot. And um, as you know, Hillary Clinton's code name is Evergreen. And uh, right now we're talking about, you know, human trafficking children trafficking, sex trafficking, all of this is coming up with the border crisis um, that we have um, at our border um, in Mexico. You know, um, it's a big thing that uh, is taking off. And then now we have this uh, blogging up the canal and, and, and things like that. And uh, I want to say this, this right here could be a black swan event. This is what might trigger um, blackouts. It might trigger you know, media outages, things like that, because as you know, they don't want things to be covered at the border. And I'm pretty sure once once they start unloading the cargo on this uh, ship, what they're going to find out, this is just, listen, this is just my opinion, guys. This is not something that I'm, you know, saying that is true, but possible. Okay. It's not unproven yet. I'm pretty sure, guys, when you have these ships getting taken down, you're going to find human beings in there. You're going to find children in there. You're going to find adults in there. You're going to find them from different parts of the world as they transport these people in this cargo um, through this canal. Um, so that's just my personal opinion, right? You, you could do whatever you want with it. And then uh, what I also wanted to say that uh, next week we have Thursday coming up, which is April Fool's Day. All right. Keep an eye on that day. I don't know who the fools will be on that day, but it's coming up. Then on Friday, which is April 2nd, April 2nd is Good Friday. Okay. And then on Sunday, we have uh, what we call the Resurrection of Christ, um, um, which is um, April 4th, which is uh, Sunday. Then on Monday, we have Easter Monday, Canada, which could be a boom. Okay, 
which could be a boom for XRP because sometimes you might get um, price action before clarity. Um, in some corners of communication, there are people who believe that there might be price action before clarity. And as you know, on April 6th, the hearing for XRP and Ripple, um, you know, happens on the 6th, which is Tuesday. So there's a lot of lead up um, to all of this. Okay. And then there's some other um, important days, I believe, that are coming up. Uh, Let me check it out on this calendar here. Um, So, yeah, you got Easter Monday, Canada. Then you got Easter then you also have, like I said, Good Friday on um, the second. And um, guys, I, I, I want to just be very clear: if you guys are in the stock market, um, this could um, deplete the stock market because a lot of this travel um, has to do with um, shipment to different places of the world. When it comes to oil transport, when it comes to different type of um, transport through this canal, and as you, if you look into it you'll see it's really, really clogged up. And if it gets clogged up and people can't get to and from um, with their shipments, you know, and there's major delays, you know, two, three, four days, maybe even a couple weeks to get this thing unclogged. um, You know, I don't think it's going to get unclogged that quickly. And we're going to see a major event come up. And eventually um, we'll see things start to unfold. Lastly, what I wanted to talk to you about, which is not a coincidence, okay? This is not a coincidence. There's no coincidences. It's mathematically impossible. As you see Evergreen stuck in the Swiss Canal. And also you um, now see on Friday, Kamala Harris and Bill Clinton are holding a talk about women's empowerment. This is the cue to the critics. Now, listen. You come to your own idea about these politicians, all right? If we remember Kamala Harris, you know, talked crap to Judge Kavanaugh um, in in that, but had nothing to say when it came to, um, you know, different type of things with Tara Reid and Joe Biden, had nothing to say, but now, and even called Joe Biden a racist and all this other stuff, but, you know, whatever. You know, this is just who they are. You know, say one thing, do another. And then you got, you got Bill. We all know about Bill. All right. We know about his connections to the island. We all know about this. And do you think that this is all, you know, for no reason? So connect the dots there. Um, This is all one big show. And these people are, again, their time is now. So when you start seeing these people come up. That means they're in the spotlight. Their time to act is now. And uh, we're going to start seeing some discovery. And we're going to start seeing some things as people, as human beings, as we get rid of this uh, crookedness, this wickedness um, out of the system um, and go into a new system um, that is clean, that is uh, free and pure um, for the people. And again, um, as you know, know, I can express my politics you know, all I want, but you know, it doesn't do anything because at the end of the day, um, politics, um, are just a means to say you're on the left side. Are you on the right side? Are you independent? Listen, guys, as a human being, I'm gonna treat you just like a human being. I don't care what side you are on. I don't care. You know, your background, your preferences. I don't care anything about that. 
I just want you as the individual to start seeing people or these people um, that are crooked, that don't have your best interests in mind for who they are. And, um, you know, I'm sorry that, you know, I got to point it out. But all of this stuff is intertwined in one big, you know, thing where it has to come to boot its ugly head all at one time. It's all in one big melting pot. So get ready, guys. Buckle up. I think, again, my timeline is April, uh, March, April. I've said that on this show many times that, you know, there won't be something that happens with XRP until March, April. And I'm going to stick with that. And if you guys have been listening to me, I'm going to stay with it. And we're going to go with it. And um, hopefully we'll start seeing some real real good price appreciation. Uh, We'll start seeing, you know, Bitcoin, you know, depreciate because I do think that it will, you know, although I do want it to be successful, I also believe that, you know, you have your your nuclear reactors under the uh, Three Gorge Dam um, that uh, does all of, like, 70% of the mining uh, for Bitcoin um, in that area. So just keep an eye on those things, guys. It's, it's nothing uh, more to do, but, you know, connect all the dots as possible and see what is what. Anyway, guys, I hope you guys enjoyed today's video please share it on your favorite platforms whether it be instagram you know whatever vimeo i don't know um twitter gab i don't know what you're like to be on but if you could share it i appreciate it and again if you guys are new to the uh, channel go ahead and hit that uh, thumbs up hit that subscribe button as well as the notification bell and again to my regular subscribers who've already subscribed to the channel continue to um follow me and um, continue to grow. Hopefully you're growing from me and learning something from me, whether it be here or there. Um, You know, if I can teach something to someone and it clicks with something, you know, it might not be everything, but you know, one thing that you get out the video every single day, um, I I hope that is um, what's happening. Anyway, guys, have a great rest of your Thursday. God bless. Take care. And as always, treat everyone with class, dignity, and respect. Bye-bye. Thank you.